1: I want to welcome you to the next episode of the Brains Magazine podcast. And on today's show, we actually have a double act. We have a brother and sister uh, today that form a wonderful company called Hike for Evolution. Now, Alistair Hawks is the educator and Dallas Hawks, her brother, is the coordinator. And they are really helping others with regenerative health and wellness. And so today we're going to spend the next 30 minutes Really finding an out about what it is that they do and and why they do it. So, how are you both? Are you are you well?
2: Really great. Good, yes, good to be here this morning, Mark.
1: Yes, well, very well, very happy to be here. Really good to meet you, Mark. Yeah, you too. And it, it's always exciting, you know, for me when I have the opportunity to sit down for half an hour and just have a a real organic conversation about your expertise, but also about you guys as individuals. For me, I'm always fascinated by how people end up doing what they're doing. You know, what is it about, you know, the work that you do uh, that kind of represents maybe a story or something that happened along the way? Often I find that people uh, that are supporting other people tend to have had this epiphany moment or maybe they've had an experience from childhood where, you know, it was challenging or difficult and it, and it took them in in like a, a direction. You know, my, my first question... For you both really is how were you raised with the understanding that, that collectively the body and mind are actually connected? How how did that kind of come about for you?
2: Oh my goodness. Um we have been steeped in I think integrative practices, integrative understandings, holism, holistic health. Mm -hmm. Um, Since really early time, I was taught to meditate when I was 12 years old by somebody in the biofeedback society. My mother was the biofeedback society meeting planner at that time, back in the late 70s and early 80s. And so we've really just been influenced by a lot of consciousness people in the movement, in biofeedback, in health and healing and it's just grown it's grown since childhood
1: for me mm. which is which is incredible isn't it because when you think of meditation now for me i you know meditation's been around for a while i mean you're you're testifying to that but in terms of it's it's commonality now and how popular it is and how much focus it is it's like for you to have been Doing this at the age of 12, how much of that do you feel is one of the reasons why you guys uh, have become so successful? Yes. (laughs)
2: Uh, How is that, that, that we became so successful, I really believe in the law of attraction. Mm. And so creating this energy field around me through a consciousness practice of being embodied, of being aware of my thoughts, of being aware of my feelings, of having flexibility, oscillation between thought, feeling, physicality, matter, the body matter. um, It it it, it builds on, on itself and evolves kind of from the inside out. And so the success I think comes from the demonstration of the consciousness and awareness that is created through these alignment practices that we're teaching.
0: Yeah. I'd like to add to that in that, Being immersed in it at a young age with just hearing the ideas, seeing the equipment, seeing the the feedback that shows how the body responds to the mind, and with that immersion, having the experience, and um, it is a total body-mind understanding, really, um so the success is in having personal success and then being able to talk to others and have them understand it and have the same successes it just builds and
1: builds upon itself in that way the building blocks mm, yes it's something that's been very personal for you you've experienced it and now you're helping other people it's very much at the at the heart of uh hike for evolution i was going to ask you both uh Um, dallas like what what exactly is hike for evolution um what is the evolution system that you that you've created uh this has been created over
0: time through community really Mm -hmm. uh different different communities of practice and a woman that has taught us liana matulich um, put together her medical understanding uh, medical. She's a doctor in Argentina trained, and she has shared this with us. Hike for evolution is an acronym, H-I-K-E, human inner keys for evolution. And the inner keys are indicators, physical indicators, mental indicators that we learn to pay attention to. This is uh, an indicator that I'm happy or that I'm feeling good or that my body is responding in a way that I like that is healthy that um, that is integrative of my experience inner keys so human inner keys these indicators that are repeatable once I pay attention to them and learn how to self-regulate these so to use these to be able to stay present and engage in my experience so that I can respond in either ways that have shown to be successful in my life or
1: new ways that could be more successful so that's the evolution part so there's a, there's a lot of feedback then it's getting it's getting used to the feedback of what uh, your your body is feeling and and, and mentally how you are adding a thought to, to that feeling, right? When you talk about indicators, it's very much feedback. What, what would be like an example of, cause I've heard you say biofeedback, like even at the start, but like what would be your example of say biofeedback and neurofeedback process? Um,
0: First ones I would think are biological. and M- Do I have the sensation that I want to smile? (laughs) Do I have the sensation that I want to laugh? The feedback is initially uh, biological. And there is technology that can be put on the fingers, that can be put on the scalp, on the ears, to, uh, to give an auditory and a visual indicator that this is where my body is in balance. So there are it has grown from from the biologic the biology. This is what I am sensing with my own feedback system, this mental feedback system, this intellectual feedback system to a technological system.
1: Okay. And what about for you, Alice? So anything to add add to that?
2: Um, I I let's see, bionyural feedback the the biofeedback, the biology feeding back, when I work in psychotherapy, I talk a lot about how um, we want to pay attention to the sensations in the body in for tension, for relaxation, and connect that with the thoughts that we're thinking, with the feelings that we're having. That's cognitive behavioral therapy. When we translate that into bio and we are kind of taking out the intellectual drive to understand what's going on. And we're really dipping down into the subconscious where the, the machine, the biofeedback machine or the neurofeedback machine is then feeding back what's happening inside the body so that we can become aware at a deeper level and start making connections between this is a pattern that's previously been unconscious. And now I'm conscious about it because the biofeedback machine has shown it to me.
1: Mm. Yeah, so that that connection, uh, again, as as we have more understanding and we're aware of what the feedback means and what it represents, then we're able to change our, I guess, our narrative and and then start to evolve. You know, you've got this word evolution. You know, within within the very heart of what you do. So, you know, obviously, evolution is really important. Uh, what what would be your definition of evolution, and and why? Why do we need to evolve?
2: <laughs> yes, why do we need to evolve? We need to evolve because we get stuck in these patterns, and we become unhappy, we get stuck in these ruts and we go round and round and round. And so why do we want to evolve? If you look in nature and you see the fractal patterns that evolve as a plant is growing or as a baby is growing, as the natural world expands and becomes new again and again and again, there's this expansion that happens a natural spiral expansion that happens and so why is why is evolution important when we're talking about human beings and individual experience when we can cultivate new awarenesses about our lived experience and build on them letting go of the past or integrating the past and moving into new um levels of awareness new maybe even more subtle levels of awareness, our experience becomes one of um, like a mysterious unfolding Mm. of consciousness within Mm. we're tapping into the innate evolutionary process. I believe that we're all a part of just from human DNA, from if we're talking about the evolution of the planet, even Mm. it is expanding and continuing to unfold Mm -hmm. and we're, we're doing that as human beings as well
0: yeah i'd like to add to that that beautiful uh beautiful description of why and and why does it matter uh for me to keep it simple or to just concise however um if we're not willing to evolve or if we don't even know that's an option then things do become rote they do become um very predictable and a lot of the predictions can be disheartening and so what an adventure to explore new opportunities new possibilities not just for uh, new possibilities for myself can I respond to this differently what if I respond to this in this way does that bring more happiness for me for this group of people for or the larger community or if i if i explore this does it um does it expose pains and are we willing to see that so what it's an exploration it's an adventure let let's do something new let's let's grow into this expand Mm. allow for something new allow for a new
1: thought allow for a new response I often think one of the biggest challenges that we face in you in humanity is we we constantly compare ourselves to others don't we um how yes we do yeah and how I how I kind of like to see it is the fact that my race isn't against you and your race isn't against me um your race Dallas is against uh Dallas uh, and your race Alistair, is against Alistair, and mine is Against mine, how do we keep, uh, you know, moving the needle forward while not putting ourselves into that that place of comparison? Have you got Have you got some thoughts on that?
2: I, I'm thinking initially we, as we ground and center and become aware of all that we are. All that we're capable of being aware of in this moment, maybe your awareness is different than my awareness. I know my clients have different awareness than um, some of my students have some of the people who are coming out of trauma have different um, awareness than somebody who's not coming out of trauma. Mm. And so Grounding and centering within, I become so focused on my own evolution that the comparison, the external comparison starts to fall away. It becomes less important for me to um, be compared to Dallas or to my teachers or to my students or my clients because I am internally focused. My locus of control is inside.
0: Mm. There's um, one thing for me is I... I don't mind the word comparison. I don't mind comparing me to you or me to Alistair or me to anybody else as a way of measuring where do I want to be. So it's not a, comparisons as a way to judge people is that is harsh on um, that is limiting. That is um, that is a control deal. I maybe, but to compare as far as inspiration, I want more of that or I want less of this not to judge and not to be better than or less than, but to, to notice our differences and to allow that to inspire each other.
1: Mm, Yeah. I like that frame. I just find that most people don't have that maturity with it. Like most people, I think Dallas would be like, you know, he's better looking than me or, or she's like, looks prettier in that dress than i do and and we tend to be stuck it stuck in that and and one of the things that you guys do is you know you walk on like these blocked neuro pathways and i i just wondered like what why do we end up with like these block truths uh of where we do discredit we do self-sabotage because that that's something that is is rife
2: yeah Early childhood conditioning, really, that's where so much of it comes from. And a lot of what we do in HIKE is we help people learn to let go of the mandates from childhood, the um, compression in the neural network system of um, reward and consequence, uh, the unconscious and subconscious ways that we respond to our life experience so conditioning a lot of what we teach in the first couple of modules of hike for evolution is how to let go how to reorganize our minds from our early conditioning
0: yeah one more thought on that is the conditioning leads to predictability or leads to expectation so to let go of a narrow view of what's predictable let go of a narrow view of what i can expect from from these actions or from this situation to open that to new possibilities Mm. and the uh the exercises that we teach simple and very uh pretty universal within a lot of body movement systems and the thoughts that come with it are powerful in themselves and the neurofeedback and the biofeedback to know that I can self-regulate so that my body is more responsive. I can self-regulate to
1: guide my thoughts to ones that are more conducive to my purpose. Can you maybe give me an example of where you've had a childhood conditioning uh, in your own journey uh, and then been able to reprogram that that thought in a way that's really tangible and, and also encouraging to people that maybe are just coming across like this idea of the fact that we have all been conditioned in a certain way, but is there hope? Uh, if you don't mind, I'll go, go first on this one. Something <laughs> tangible.
0: Having grown up with Alistair and the struggles that we have both had, that the whole family has had that we have grown up with and the conditioning on... What is uh, what is upsetting to me? What is upsetting to her? What is upsetting to other family members? And being willing to be uncomfortable in a conversation, learning this through time and learning to trust another person, learning to trust my own responses and the growth that has happened through um, over time. And understanding the mutual support of community, family. This this has been best for me. Um tangible. We've made it through a lot of a lot of really tense moments.
2: Mm. And I, I was just going to lead with emotional reaction. Activity. That's been huge for me my whole life in a, in a family of people who aren't emotionally reactive to be the emotionally reactive one is pretty tricky. I mean, just if a, a lot of clients, a lot of children that I work with are emotionally reactive. And so through the training, through the practices of power, through 60 or 80 biofeedback and neurofeedback sessions, I've remapped my brain so that as emotional content is experienced, it's way more manageable and way more capable of staying present and aware as emotions are flowing so that uh it it's more relational.
1: Mm. No, I hear you, I hear you. And obviously the brain is such a powerful uh organ. Like, I mean, we're just talking really about conditioning and how we react to situations. Uh, and the emotions that are attached with uh, a past event that may look similar when when we grow older and, and why often we're triggered uh, and, and and having to work through you know our our response to things H- how do we actually continue to improve our our brain function so that we're making our brain almost it's almost like we've got to reset it first before we then start to uh, feed it the right things. Like how how do we improve? You know our ability to function more effectively.
2: Oh okay. uh, I just want to say one of the quotes that, that we shot from Leanna matalich is: "Real change comes through the development through the application of willpower developed through the discipline of daily practice." I'll just say it again so that it's clearer real change comes from the application of willpower developed through the discipline of daily practice. So conditioning happens unconsciously and subconsciously as we're growing up through childhood. And as we become aware in adult life, how those conditioned patterns either are functional or not functional, we can then choose, Mm. we can then decide, discern, this doesn't work for me anymore. I'm going to try something new and I can't just try it once and it's fine. I have to continue to try and practice and practice and practice until I develop that willpower that then gets me, um, on the road to the new behavior, to the new way of thinking.
0: I think for me, what is, what keeps that moving forward is, learning how to stay engaged this is my experience and i'm not going to distract myself from it with uh with all the distractions that are available so to to stay engaged in conversation with um uh, in conflict or in challenge or in uh joy expression like to not be scared to be happy um uh, A lot of what is motivating to me is seeing other people. So the comparison, here's somebody that can teach me something. Here's somebody that will challenge me because they have a higher level of presence with their happiness, with their joy, with their sadness, with their their full experience. So to see somebody demonstrate that and to be willing to hear their feedback or their uh, their way of staying engaged with their experience so that I can learn. So it, it, a lot of it is interactive with with me and my environment, my, my social connections.
2: And, and it makes me think me and me. It's mm-hmm. me and me,
0: mm-hmm. really.
2: And my relationship with me helps me have better relationships with others.
1: Yeah, and no, I think that's the right way to do to do life and and to do business anyways to is to find someone who who represents something that you would like to see more of in you Uh, and then you go hang around with with that person because they have a behavior that you would like to also express or it may be a bit of knowledge and this is why i think it's really important that rather than sticking with like one person um you know because there's, there's certain people in life they they follow an individual around uh, and they'll go to all of this person's events uh, and read all this p- these person's books uh, and it's a bit like a for me it's a bit like a diet if you just eat fats you're going to you're going to be not you're not going to be you're going to be malnourished because you're only going to have one part of the lifestyle of diet you need we need to have the variety of, of proteins and nutrients in in the form of people so so go and you know work and do life with people that are demonstrating where you're you're lacking right I mean, it's so important
2: absolutely Yes. And to tag on to that mark I just want to say that of all of the systems that I've studied in my 55 years biofeedback meditation somatic counseling psychology yoga all of those things are present in the hike revolution system it's really a comprehensive interdisciplinary system where we're not just going for meditation we're going for body mind field it, it, meditation
1: mm. so
2: it it creates more a more i think full expression of what's possible for humans as we as we learn and grow
0: Mm. I'd, i'd like to add to that a thought about meditation that um to to try and guide the mind just to sit and guide the mind in silence can be very challenging at the beginning so to do moving meditations i am I don't want to get to silence right now because that's such a leap. But can I start to guide my thoughts? Can I move my body in ways that I am engaged and very, very focused in how I'm moving and what I'm intending for myself right now so that I can grow into that ability to guide my mind to not think and to think and to not think on or off, on or off but to notice these on and off moments and really celebrate them.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's important to celebrate those moments of, of growth and uh, and of self-improvement. I mentioned uh, a minute ago about triggers. I, I'm always fascinated by triggers because I always believe that when we're triggered, it, it normally indicates where we need further healing or or further evolution, if you like. How do we reduce some of these customary triggers, you know, of emotional frustration and reaction? How, how, what would you, be your kind of guiding wisdom on this? Because i I think it's I think it's quite prevalent that at some point in in our life, or even in in our week or a month, we're triggered.
2: I would say. Um, awareness, take 100% responsibility for your lived experience, and recognizing. When I'm teaching clients in psychotherapy, I like to break it down to the basics. What does your body tell you about these triggers? What is the trigger? Where does it show up in your body? Is it a heart rate thing? Is it a sweating thing? Is it a a mind confusion thing? Unfocused. A lot of people report. Um, I get really I get really cloudy in my head. I get really numb in my body. And so noticing the trigger and then getting curious about it. What is this about? Where does this come from? Is it about today? Most often our triggers are not about what happened today. Our triggers are what, about happen, what happened are about what happened a long time ago. Mm. And the second we can make that connection between how I'm feeling right now and what happened a long time ago, it it connects the dots and it then creates a space for integration.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, Another thought on that is how do I deal with my triggers? Uh, If I am in the middle of being triggered, that can be a real challenge. So what I find is that practice when I'm in a, a state of calm, let me practice letting go. Let me practice detaching. Let me practice taking a step back and seeing this with fresh eyes so that when I am triggered, I can I can remember that I have this capability to step back, to look at it differently, to allow a new response. And uh then a lot of that is being willing to be triggered. Mm. <laughs> it, 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 to hang around people that uh it don't respond in with their own emotion oh no, I just triggered you I'm so sorry no if I just triggered you yeah that that stinks but you know I'm right here I'm not going anywhere so what do you want to do now like to, to be able to be around people who are willing to stand up in in their ability to trigger you
1: mm. <laughs> yeah which which is the how the healthy and the mature way you know and I heard you know firstly take responsibility be curious. Uh, and then what you added, Dallas, around uh, taking a, a, a step back and then being willing to be triggered. You know, for me, I kind of that's where I'm at. I used to be like, oh, I, you know, I can't, I can't seem to make anything positive out of these triggers. I, it ends up then me saying things that uh, don't serve me that actually create more problems. Uh, that's how that's how I used to think to, to now it's kind of I kind of get excited now when I'm triggered because I'm thinking, oh, what's this unearthed? And the, and then because I like to grow and kind of develop, it's a different if it's a different mindset to it, which is what you're saying. Oh, foot in mouth here, many a time. I just got <laughs> triggered.
0: So you know what? Let me see if I can trigger you right back because this is how it feels, and I don't want to be alone right now. So wow. <laughs> yeah, very, I mean, I'm, I could be really good at that.
2: <laughs> it's true, <laughs> and it's fun and exciting to work through it. You know, it didn't used to always be easy, but at times when Dallas is feeling triggered and he's he's willing to spar, we've mm. learned we learned how to spar, and it's not about fighting, and it's not about um you know metaphorically killing somebody. Mm. It's really about hey, I'm engaged in this conflict, and this is kind of fiery. And are we going to come out
1: on the other side? Mm. So as we bring this into land, then, have you got like a final thought that you want to leave people like with, maybe it's something to enlighten them or challenge them and, and let people know how they find out more about, about you both.
2: Yeah. Yes. Um, ooh, hike for evolution. It is. Um, we are a rising star. We are accepting new students for Um, For your own evolution, if you're interested in developing your body, your energy, your field, we're going beyond matter energy here into the fields, then we are interested in being in conversation with you, we are interested in sharing um, ancient practices of power And biofeedback and neurofeedback with all of those who are interested in learning and growing together. You can find us at hikeforevolution.com. You can find us at alistairmhawks.com. And um, we have classes on the calendar right now. We're in the middle of of a Force of Life series that um, kicked off last weekend, and there's still room. There is still um, space for anybody who wants to join.
1: Beautiful
0: yes um no matter what's going on in your life you me you whoever that is whoever's hearing this no matter what's going on no you are not alone there's no isolation here ever i mean that that is that is a concept that is very uh it it's a hard one to get over but to know i'm not alone i'm connected and to know that you matter you are necessary we need to do this together. This is how we
1: make it through. Yeah, very true. And it's been it's been great just to have this time with you both. And I have to say, Alistair, I've been sat here um and I've been thinking, who on earth does Alistair remind me of? And uh you remind me of Princess Leia in her pomp
2: that's awesome thank you. You,
1: you 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 have a very similar face to her when she was in her heyday
2: mm-hmm. have you had that wonderful.
1: before
2: no never have have you not? i've had sally field i've had um others but no that's wonderful princess oh, Land. That
1: is yeah <laughs> i was trying to think one for you as well dallas because i don't want you to feel left out and i'm I'm struggling with the with the, n- the name, which is unlike me. I'm normally pretty good with names, and he's an actor. Um actually, is it Billy Bob Thornton? I think it might be him.
0: I think <laughs> okay. I gotta know which character. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, there's That's- definitely there's definitely a, a film he, he's in that you look very Slim similar Brain. to. So we've got Francis Leia and Billy Bob Thornton on today's Brains podcast love it <laughs> yes,
2: um, yes mark you're great at what you do thank you so much
1: yes, so enjoyed this conversation thank you yeah you too thanks guys thank you for joining this episode with me mark sefton i hope you've really enjoyed it feel free to leave us a positive review on itunes and i look forward to welcoming you back to the next episode of the brains magazine podcast